0: Now, as you heard from Ben there, after closing its doors, what, about seven years ago at this stage, HMV is reopening in Ireland. Its store on Henry Street will reopen in the next few weeks and it will be on the back of a revival in vinyl sales that for the first time in a decade has seen them exceed sales of CDs. So is this a fad or is this start of a renewal of the high street for music retail? Ed Smith is Today FM presenter and host of the Recorded History Podcast Podcast, and journalist Eva Barry joins us as well. You're both very welcome. Ed, I remember when I was a teenager, loved nothing more than going down to HMV and spending hours going through with CDs I back know. then and cassettes. But times have moved on. And of course, they had to close their doors many, many years ago. Coming back today, are you surprised?
1: No, I'm not. I'm still actually going to hold out for extra vision to come back and then we'll be <laughs> right back where we need to be. I know you say things have moved forward, but I find that a lot of people that love and enjoy music have wanted and willingly taken the step back. You know, I think, as you've mentioned there, some of the stats are quite remarkable when it comes to the sales of vinyl compared to CDs. Only 33 million CDs were sold last year com- that, was, you know, for the 16th consecutive years, vinyl and now finally outstripping the sales of CDs. And it's for downloads that have surprised me. That was a market that was 43% cornered by downloads. That has dropped now in the last couple of years, over 10 years from 2012 to 2022 to just 3%. So that is telling you where people are going. I think what people have been missing is that tactile the feel of a record in their hand and the kind of ceremonial element of flicking through all the records in the shop that communal sense of community, and also then when you bring it home, that lovely sound and the feel of dragging it out of its sleeve, placing it on the turntable, and that lovely, warm, bump and you know, when you drop the needle on the record, there is nothing that can replace that, and Spotify is great, and the sales of these vinyls can sit alongside Spotify, the convenience of Spotify, I suppose, you know, it will always be a part of our music uh, engagement. But I think vinyl brings something special that you cannot replicate with an algorithm.
0: I get the nostalgia factor of wanting to have the high street back renewal and having all the old brands we had, but who's going in to buy vinyl records these days? Is it aficionados like yourself, Ed? Is it people who long for the old days or is it a new generation of people discovering music and discovering better sounding
1: music? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's all, it's, it's the, you know, it's anyone that loves music. I find when I am DJing in the real world, as I call it now after the pandemic, <laughs> but, uh, it, I'm always surprised, not back on my heels when I'm playing maybe more modern stuff that I'll get somebody who's maybe 18, 19 coming up asking me, can you play some Fleetwood Mac? Any Kate Bush? Have you got any human league? And I'm going, what? your your grandfather was listening to that kind of music, but that is the music that people are drawn to. The likes of Harry Styles giving shout-outs, you know, to Stevie Nicks, Kate Bush, top of the charts last year. I think people are slightly weary of the kind of sterile nature of music, and I feel that bands are going to respond very positively now with the sale of vinyl. We're going to have proper albums there's always been proper albums being made but I think artists once they see that there's more money to be made in selling vinyl they're going to create albums in a different way because you're forced to listen you know you're going to sit down put the record on you're not going to be able to flick from you know to track 17 after listening to track 2 you're more engaged with it you're more committed to it and I'm hoping that we'll see a very positive outcome in way people create music as well
0: Aoife Barry, as I said to Ed is there a generation of people who can't wait to get back in and start perusing racks of CDs and vinyl albums and that's great, but we've got a generation of people out there who if they want to discover tracks, if they want to get the entire album, you can do it with your Spotify or Apple Music account on your phone.
2: Yeah, but I think if you look at the most popular LPs from last year, like among the top 10 were Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. And like Taylor Swift sold more vinyl records than CDs of her last album, Midnights, last year. And it's still, I think, in the, being in the top five at the start of this year. So a lot of their fans would be very young. Um, a lot of their fans would be our ages as well. But the bulk of their fans would be the youths. And they are obviously, you know, delighted to go and spend the money um, on vinyl. When you think of someone like Taylor Swift as well, she she released a couple of different versions of that record with different covers on CD like really trying to get people to buy as many items as possible so the fact that people would actually go buy the vinyl is significant um, but I think what's really interesting about it as well um, and you know I'm someone who loves vinyl I've, I've bought it for since I was a I suppose, teenager or whatever um, but I found it so expensive now that it's almost prohibitive I mean I'm really picky How much would it cost now
0: to just buy a single album?
2: You could spend around 30 to 40 euro buying a record now and most Which is a honest, lot
0: compared to what you'll pay every month money. for your Spotify account.
2: You, yeah, and to and to compare to CDs, like I'd, to be honest, if I was buying a new CD and I didn't know if I'd really love the album, I would buy it or a new album, I would buy it on CD first because it could cost €12 Euro or €15 Euro for a CD or maybe even cheaper. Whereas if I'm buying vinyl, it'll have to be something I really, really love and I want to have forever. Or what I often do is go to a charity shop and get uh, most of my record collection is secondhand. It's from the 70s, 80s or thereabouts and some newer things um, because it's just so prohibitive, I think, for a lot of people. But I think fair play to young people for forking out and buying the records. But it's such a pity that it is so expensive because i do think it turns some people off like it shouldn't be this kind of collector's idea where you have to spend a load of money to be a record collector it should be something that is more open to people and that's why you do find people obviously turning to things like spotify which i also use because you do have that infinite record collection open to you but at the same time um, I think like going back to what both of you are saying the idea of having that tangible record like there is nothing like holding a record yeah. in your hands looking at the inlay card flipping it over halfway through if it's a record that was made probably before we'll say like the early 90s maybe late late 90s it will probably have a first side and a second side in terms of two distinct ideas to what the, the musician is doing you know you could put on David Bowie's low and you're like listen to this you did something radically different because it's a b-side you don't have that with um, with an album that's on Spotify that's been created probably in the last 10 to 15 years or so or maybe 20 years um, so I think people are turning a little bit away from digital because they want that tangible sense in, in their lives they want to hold a record in their hands
0: There's also the case Eva, I remember going into and you know we're mentioning HMV of course there are plenty of other sto- stores out there selling records we've Golden yeah. Disc being very successful we've Tower Records and many other stores around the country but I remember going into HMV and you'd also see you'd see bands playing there as well people launching their albums there, is that something that's been lost?
2: Yeah, well, I think there's two things there, I suppose. Um, I wrote a, wrote a, an article today for the Irish Independent where I talk about if HMV wants to get a community going in its new store, because there was a very strong community in terms of the staff and the people going into the store in the old version of HMV here, then they really do need to tap into that idea of bringing the bands into play, bringing local bands in, not just the big ones, and, you know, also stocking records by local and Irish acts as well, because that's really important to try and get um, get, get that community going. But I think also, the whole time we've had independent record stores across the country who've kept the home fires burning, who've kept the music going and musicians who've kept making music despite all the various changes in the music industry. So you have like the commercial side with HMV which obviously will want to bring customers in and which needs to start to foster a music um, kind of community and not just rely as it tends to do on things like merchandise and t-shirts and stuff like that, you know, to mainly make the money out of it. But then you also have the independent people who are the music aficionados as well who will Stock your niche albums and you will chat to the customers and get to know them. And I think they're so important when we're talking about people buying records at the moment.
0: I just want to go back to you finally for this. I mean, we're talking about HMV today. It's all over the media. It's for people of a certain age. It's a great brand. We all remember it from our childhood. Is there a generation out there? You, as you said, you're gigging out there with younger people. Do they even know who HMV is?
1: Uh, I would think so. I mean, it's only been seven years, you know, and I think that. If the HMV get this right, it could be, you know, it could be a lovely mo- place for younger people. As Eve was saying, if, they're, if they're a local band that they're into are performing an in-store, I remember them back. You'd, you'd get a free gig and you'd hang around the store. I remember the listening posts in HMV, finished college, and you couldn't afford maybe 15, 16 quid for an album. I'd listen maybe to the new Garbage album. I'd spend 40 minutes standing at that post. Listen, put those headphones on, and you just listen, and you're up there yeah. looking at the person beside you, so all of that kind of sense of togetherness and listening to music together should if they get this right, and it's three floors it's you know I'm mm. surprised by how big this is i'll be honest with you not that it's just that it's coming back at all. But it's, it's going to be, it's it's a hefty, it's a hefty shop, three floors of it. And I'm hoping, as Aoife says, that if they get this right, it's not just all T-shirts and earbuds and all the kind of paraphernalia. I mean, they're saying there's going to be how many products, like thousands of pop 5,000 culture 5,000
0: vinyl albums, 5,500 CDs, plenty yeah. more thousands and, of everything else you can get. And 3,000
1: pop culture products. You know, we'll see what that means. But as regards to the price, yeah, of course, you know, but I think bulk and, you know, the amount of albums they're going to be selling here, you would hope that would have an effect on uh, the prices of these vinyls. But as you mentioned, uh, there's there's always been the independent stores like, you know, Freebird, Spinjiz, you've got Music Zone and Bunker Down in Cork, you've got the legendary roller coaster records in Kilkenny. They're still dotted around the country but I think it's only a good thing if they get it right this could be an absolute boon to music fans and to bands alike.
0: Yeah, let's see. Does the High Street music shop get rid of the digital downloads? Eva Barry and Ed Smith, thank you very much for joining us. Let us have your views on it. Are you a fan of going in and physically picking up a vinyl album, taking it home and listening to it or- or is the lure of that Spotify playlist just too hard to get rid of? Let us know your views. 087 4100 102. The Last Word with Matt Cooper.
2: Weekdays from 4.30. Today.